Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Mia Lee, and you're listening to Why Are People Into That by Tina Horn. Welcome to the 41st episode of Why Are People Into That, the podcast that's sleek and shiny and smells like a balloon. My guest today is Abigail Graydonis, designer of custom latex fashions and a profound rubber lover herself. Abigail is a genuine kinky queer who has designed latex outfits for people you may have heard of, such as Katy Perry, Rihanna, and Lady Gaga. If you want to know more about dressing pop stars in pervy costumes, you can subscribe to Wired People Into That on Acast Plus to hear my extra interview with Abigail. Download the Acast app to find out more. If you're in Brooklyn on Sunday, September 25th, you can come to the Sexual Health Expo to see me teach my Digital Dirty Dispatches class. I'll be in the Bay Area on Saturday, October 15th, doing a live version of Wired People Into That at the kink.com armory. Back in New York City on October 29th, I'll be presenting a panel called Obscenesters with some other dirty queer writers at BinderCon. Come see me IRL. It's like listening to this show, but uh, you can smell me. One more thing I just wanted to let you guys know. I've been writing a lot more lately in my wheelhouse about sex work and kink and pop culture, and I keep pretty good track of my publications on tinahorn.net slash writing. And of course, you can always follow me on Twitter and Instagram, where my handle is tinahornsass or tinahornsass, which, as you guys know by now, is spelled the same. So, file your nails down and pour a big glob of silicone lube into your palm for wire people into latex. Abigail, hi. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, thank you so much for uh, sitting in here without a fan. <laughs> it is hotter than Georgia asphalt in New York City. But you live in LA. I live in LA. I'm used to it. You're used to the Not dry the, heat, though. Yeah. It's very muggy yeah. and swampy right now. You know, it's nice to have a little bit of a change. So, <laughs> and there's greenery here, which I keep being like, oh my god, green stuff. Yeah, like 
Yeah, we do. We do. It does rain. When, I know. When I was at the, like around the beach yesterday, I was like, "There's green things by the beach. What <laughs> is this?" Like, well, you have obviously like a very good beach goth look going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, that's it goes with the LA thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and what you what you do in LA? I mean, I'm, maybe you do a lot of things, but one thing that you do is that you own your own latex fashion business is that like what you would call that I do yeah latex design and I guess manufacturing I make everything myself so to me it's more couture essentially because I hand make everything like nothing is off the rack for me I custom size every piece for everybody and that's just what I do I don't so fucking awesome I don't charge extra for that or anything because I'm like it's latex it has to look really good so yeah yeah (laughs) I'm not gonna give somebody like a trash bag dress (laughs) (laughs) the like the like knockoff latex sort of like baggy generic look yeah Yeah, no stuff or it's so tight that then people put their leg into it and it like tears immediately well we're gonna talk we're gonna get to all of that (laughs) all of that but um so uh so today we're gonna talk about why are people into latex? Yes. Um, which I'm super stoked about because I feel like I have some ideas mm-hmm. about latex. Like I feel like I get it yeah. in my brain, but I've never really like gotten it, gotten it like okay. in my gut, yeah. in my junk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, which is totally fine. Have like you worn latex. I have worn latex. Um, I, when I, uh, worked in a dungeon, mm-hmm. my boss took her fetish wardrobe super seriously. Mm-hmm. It was really beautiful. It was totally like, well, she took it seriously and she was also extremely generous with it. Mm-hmm. So, so that's nice. It is really nice. So she was definitely the like cool older sister who had all the cool clothes and yeah. understood how to do it mm-hmm. and would be like oh well mm, like this would look good on you yeah. or like we, you know we're going out yeah. to the fetish ball like you should wear my mm-hmm. cat suit or whatever <laughs> um so so that was really fun and yeah. i owned for a while like a pair of latex opera gloves mm-hmm. um and yeah i have like yeah. worn it at, at various times yeah. um yeah so we can uh, we can get into like how I felt about yeah, it and yeah. how it made me feel. <laughs> um, I mean, I am somebody who, uh, like, I'll try anything twice, and uh, and also, I'm totally like a. Um, I think it's kind of a thing for a lot of people. You're either like all about it, or mm-hmm. you you could take it or leave it. Totally, and and I think too that like. Um, I I can imagine like when I was thinking about this conversation um, beforehand, I was like, you know, if if I was hanging out with someone who I found really sexy or just like mm-hmm. really cool and fun, and that person was like, I am really into latex, I'm all about mm-hmm. it. Let's like play dress up and like yeah. do a, you know take mm-hmm. pictures, like do a bunch of fucked up things, yeah. like do a scene, have a party. <laughs> like I can I can I can envision that it would. Uh, sink in for me a little bit more um but really part of it fundamentally that i know about myself is that i just prefer organic things over synthetic things like i'm saying you know i'm not like 
trying to like front of my like hippie cred you know <laughs> I just like that's just I like prefer leather to latex yeah. like I, you know I prefer like cotton to polyester yeah, like no, that's just it. how I am I, no I totally get that I mean latex is like my one exception like of loving of synthetic stuff but I like you know more organic materials a lot too but I'm also really into textiles in general so some things I just like to look at and so you were saying that you uh, that you actually have a fashion degree. I do. Yeah, cool. I have a degree from the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising in LA. That's oh, actually cool. what I moved to LA to do all, all those years ago, over okay. a decade ago. Okay, so yeah. would you say that your interest in latex began with a focus on fashion? Um, so how I got into latex was I was into fashion. I always wanted to go to school for fashion since mm-hmm. I was like really young. Mm-hmm. And I was a goth kid in high school, uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh. You could probably tell a I mean bit. it's clearly changed. It, so many yeah, things have changed it's about you. a bit, but <laughs> you're like ghost tattoos. Oh yeah, and... there's lots of ghost tattoos yeah. and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. So, I was into that and I actually found latex and kink through like goth magazines I would buy when I was in high school. That makes sense. Yeah. That's what all the, the parents were scared of that, <laughs> that, that, that goth culture was a gateway drug into deeper <laughs> depravity. Uh, you're a know. cautionary tale. Yeah, Abigail. I know, right? <laughs> so I went to school for design and then I obviously I didn't learn how to make latex in fashion school Uh, I mean is that obvious is that not it's not a thing no it's not I mean when I learned to make latex it was really under the tape like I want to say like under the table the way people learned because Mm. there wasn't a lot there wasn't like YouTube there wasn't things like that with tutorials like you had to know someone kind of or just like practice like to make it I first started because of live journal <laughs> I like <laughs> searched and I eventually found like a live journal group that like would do like co-op like purchases of latex because it's so oh expensive God. to buy sure and then I would like get it and like practice and stuff like that with it so yeah it was not we didn't have like the Lady Gagas and the Katy Perry's and stuff when I started back then. Which was, was in what, like the early aughts or? Yeah, well, I started about 10 years ago. I was about 19, 20 when okay. I first started like actually making it. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, already that this is starting to become clearer to me that latex the fact that latex has a like almost like a like a craft lineage like a underground passed down from person to person um totally gives it like a yeah frisson or whatever yeah because when i graduated i actually worked for like a mainstream design company for a couple of years and Mm -hmm. it like drove me crazy to just like draw sketches and send them to be manufactured. And mm-hmm. I was like, I need to do something with my hands. Mm-hmm. I can't sit behind a desk every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was already making latex for myself. That's what I had started doing it for. Cause I was like, oh, I'm a poor college student, like just graduate. Like I can't buy stuff from Europe right now. Right. So I started making stuff for myself. And then after I, uh, was like kind of over designing the mainstream stuff. I had a really supportive partner that was like, look, like, I think that if I help you out, we can figure this out. You can start doing this on your own. Nice. And yeah, that's kind of like where it took off from there. Cool. And so then 
so take me from your beginnings in live journal, like through to <laughs> now, like owning your own latex um, business. So I was making stuff for myself and things like that. And just a lot of practice. The thing about making latex is it's a lot of like muscle memory. Mm. It's really easy to like fuck it up <laughs> like, totally really and i feel easy. i feel like yeah that's another thing that we're that we're gonna get into yeah. is like the delicate precision yeah, of it is yeah. um yeah is, so, is part of the appeal i think yeah so it's glued together which a lot of people always ask like how's it made and that mm-hmm. was one of the things that i was surprised about too when i first learned it was like is it fused like how's it work so it's like chemically bonded with like glues mm-hmm. and solvents and you really have to have like precise like finger placement you can't push too hard you Mm -hmm. can't push too soft Mm -hmm. so like make sure you don't have any like wrinkles or divots in it when you're making it right right and you once it's together it's together you cannot pull that shit apart really like it will tear very easily if you do because it's chemically bonded so so i was making that and practicing a lot uh getting better with it and stuff and feeling confident and things like that making it for a while and then eventually um started making stuff had a website did stuff on etsy um which i still have stuff on etsy and my website and i did a lot of custom stuff that's really like where my passion lies like Mm -hmm. i make a lot of cool stuff that i sell on my website that people can order and like i custom size for them but i do a lot of custom stuff i would say probably more than half of the stuff I make is custom stuff. Cool. And it really progressed more through like word of mouth. Like I worked with a few like stylists for celebrities. Um, The people, the person I worked with the closest that probably helped boost my career the most was when I was working with Katy Perry and making stuff for her. And I I was, uh, I was, as I said (laughs) earlier, uh, looking at your Instagram, uh, we we are Instagram friends, right? Yes, we are. Yeah, I yeah. Th- like I was also trying to remember where <laughs> we met, and then I was like, oh, cool. I, mean, I meet everybody on Instagram. <laughs> like that's really the cool place to meet people. Let's be real. Yeah, no, uh, this is it, it's ex- exciting and, and new for me. I'm yeah. like, oh, my Instagram friends. Oh yeah, you're Instagram new kind of. I am. Yeah. yeah, I am. Um, uh, I'm like old hat at it. I'm, I it goes down in the DM. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you'll have to give me some some tips for that yeah. later. Um, but anyway, so so I um I and I was remembering that like when we first met, that I looked at all of your shit, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like she's not just like look at this cool picture of Katy Perry at the Grammys in latex. Like you actually made yeah, and dressed her I was for there. the Grammys. I was like behind, like backstage, like making sure that when she went on stage, like everything, like was good and laid right and everything. Yeah. And that was really cool. That was probably one of my favorite experiences like making stuff because like just actually being able to like be there and see it go on stage and stuff i also made a couple things for her um when barack obama was running for re-election that she wore to like fundraisers of his so wait wait (laughs) um didn't she wear a latex dress when she was on the simpsons yes you did did Mm -hmm. you make that yeah you made that? Yeah. You made the yeah. fucking Simpsons dress machine. I hand cut all of the applique work. Like, it was crazy. Abigail, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's fucking amazing. I can't believe... I mean, this is a testament to how 
cool you are and how much I like you that I invited you to my house and I didn't actually even know that. <laughs> I never, let me tell you something, I never watch The Simpsons anymore. I love, like, die hard, yeah. like, love it. It's, like, a part of who I am. But I really don't make, haven't made time for it in, like, 10 years. But I was at the gym and it was on at the gym. You're like, there's latex on The Simpsons Well, the I, mean, I mean, it was also, you know, it was a very unusual episode yeah. where they, uh, they had, like, puppets of them. Yeah, because they had her, like, live on the screen like, yeah. yeah which is i mean that's yeah, probably was, like I, never i don't she's probably the only person who has ever actually appeared appeared on the I simpsons i feel like that's the case at least i think that was the first person that they did that with when i was working with her on that so. and and uh and and i thought it was really like a stroke of genius to be like <laughs> okay if we're gonna put her physically on this animated show we're gonna we need to put her in the kind of of outfit that makes her look the most like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I like made the stencils to applique that and everything myself. Like I did all of that with an exacto knife and like <laughs> just like, wow. And a lot of patience. <laughs> that is so fucking amazing. And also, uh, I'm totally nerding out about this right now. Also, <laughs> wasn't part of the joke of that that she had appeared. Sesame Street. On Sesame yeah. Street, and, and she was she too much sexy. Yeah. Right. That so was they like were like, right before that. And yeah. so they're like, let's like yeah. put her in a like literal fetish clothes. Yeah. Yeah. On The Simpsons. It worked. She was wearing a lot of latex during that like part of her career. It's tapered down a little bit. Yeah. Like she's, she's going for a little bit different look now. Every so often we still do some stuff together, but wow. I did a lot of applique dresses and stuff for her like during. So do you get to, do you get to like actually like measure her and fit her? Her I have because I worked on so much stuff so closely with her that like and some of it would be for such big like things that you kind of have to be there to make sure. So like the Grammy stuff I did fittings with her for and like things like that. But then I had made so many dresses that eventually it was just like, well, I know how the dress is going to fit you. So Are you sure that you weren't like you know, I think I need to just like do <laughs> one more measurement. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I definitely have seen Katy Perry naked. Wow. Yeah. So? I, I mean, it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, I mean, it, yeah, it's Sorry, stuff. not sorry to be a sleaze, but, yeah, uh, no, you know. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it a, like, okay fingers emoji. Because <laughs> that's how I, I express love that myself. One. I yeah. love that one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, okay. So, <laughs> let's walk it back a little from Katy Perry. Um uh caught on tape my amazement um <laughs> um so so that's that's part of how your business has gotten to yeah, where so, it has been yeah. i mean um, you know a lot of it would be like word of mouth like with stylists and stuff talking to each other and things like that and then a lot of it too was just social media for me i mean like as a small business having a strong social media presence has always been really important for me. Um, like before it was Facebook and then Facebook got kind of shitty for small businesses. And yeah. It was Instagram. And now Instagram is potentially going to be that way too. So we'll see how that goes. Sure, but, sure. But yeah, like having the ability to like express to people like what I'm working on and like show people like a little glimpse of like the cool stuff they can get 
definitely like piques people's interest. I use Snapchat a lot too now, like if I work on fun stuff and that's like, I've been using that actually for probably over two years. I was like OG on the Snapchat too, because it's just a fun way to like, just kind of be like, Oh, Hey, like show the process of like making a stencil and cutting it out. And then I post a lot of stupid stuff too of me, like lip syncing to rap music and stuff like that. So, (laughs) um, so are there, are there a lot of folks like you in the fashion industry? Um, I mean, there's nobody like me. Right. Let's be real. Obviously, <laughs> clearly. Let me rephrase. No- Are, you know how much? How much do you have to deal with like basic bitches trying to cramp your style when lot. you know that a you should be now. the one who is hired? A lot now. Um, it's definitely a lot more over like the last four years, and knockoffs are rampant always sure and that sucks but you know i always kind of look at it like onward to the next technique the next like totally. thing that looks cool and stuff so what would you say is the the signature of your style like what do you specialize um, in or how i how like it- to use vintage kind of as inspiration so like for me what i've always been drawn to with latex was how malleable it was for me to work with Mm -hmm. that I could like create appliques and stencil like trim things and stuff like that and even though it's a harder material than most to work with I kind of was able to manipulate it to do stuff so Mm -hmm. like I would like to find like when I design stuff a lot of the time like vintage dresses or something that I think I could change in certain ways and modernize and then use in a material like latex that's like very unexpected for yeah. a style like that yeah that's cool yeah like i can make people cat suits but honestly i don't make that many because i like to kind of challenge myself more usually if i'm making someone a cat suit it's like a cosplay like yeah something that's more exciting i mean i'm happy to make people black cat suits that's fine but i like to do stuff like I like it when people come to me with like really fun ideas and they're like make this cool and stuff like it was very little I haven't been able to do with latex that's fucking amazing okay so latex is a material yes it is okay what can you is there a difference between latex and rubber or are they just two Um, words for the same thing it's kind of two words for the same thing the way that i like to classify it is like when i was a baby goth and i was getting into latex like there was like the magazines from europe and stuff like that and there was one called heavy rubber Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. like a lot of times for me rubber tends to be thicker latex it's a little bit more BDSM driven a little okay. bit more like hoods and stuff like that like bondage gear that sort of thing mm-hmm. so is it more durable um you know it's really the same material it's just thicker so okay. I use what I would classify as rubber um to make things like pants for men okay and like suits like when I make someone a suit I use thicker latex because I want it to like like a three-piece suit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want it to not fall so drapey mm-hmm. as, like, the dress thickness. So there's different thicknesses to latex. And to me, like, rubber tends to be, like, that thicker, like, 
hardier material. So in a sense. sense, it's more durable, but you're not going to want to use it to make like stockings because mm-hmm. they're going to feel like shit when you try to put them on. Why Why are they going to feel like shit? Um, It's going to be tighter because okay. it doesn't have the same stretch. Okay. The okay. thinner the latex, the stretchier it okay, is. Okay. That's interesting. And when I make something, what I do is I get someone's measurements and I size them down a tiny bit mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. provide stretch around the body mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that it has that nice, smooth, like latex line. And it like a lot of people are always like, oh, latex isn't going to work for my body type and I'm like no if it's made right it's like an, a girdle like it's going to like tuck and like fold in like and smooth out things that mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. feel self-conscious about it's not gonna like show all of your flaws like well some and my my understanding which is like pretty basic I would say mm-hmm. is um that part of the appeal both for the person wearing the latex outfit or item Mm -hmm. and for the people who enjoy looking at or touching or admiring people who are in latex is that thing that you just described of the slice the sizing down slightly the like the containment the uh the like pressing Mm -hmm. uh and also the like um uh like the body sort of like spilling out over it and like straining against it and stuff but when you're making it it really, I mean, that's part of why having someone who knows what they're doing make it is important because, yeah. like, if you just buy a size down, that's not going to work because if, like, say you're getting something with long sleeves, you're going to have sausage arms and it's, right. you're going to lose circulation and right. it's pretty miserable. <laughs> so, like, for me, like, I have certain parts of the body that I size the latex gotcha. to fit that part yeah yeah waist hips bust are a little different than something like the arm so that's so interesting it's like kind of like mathematical ish like when I'm patterning something for someone where I'm like okay like x amount for this part x amount for that part like just making sure that it has that good look Mm -hmm. that like people want when they're buying something like like latex so so when people are buying something that is made of latex. Mm-hmm. You've got on one end of the spectrum, you've got your Katy Perry's. Now mm-hmm. I don't know Katy Perry's life. Maybe she has a latex <laughs> fetish. I fetish. think she's got to a little bit considering the amount of it she's worn. I mean, like, you would know. You yeah. Would know. Um, she's definitely bought some for some things where <laughs> she could have gone with not latex. Like <laughs> she must have been miserable performing in some of those things under the hot spotlight. So she's obviously got got a little bit of a fetish for it. Well, <laughs> you heard it here first, yeah. for, first folks. Um, uh, Okay, but but so you've got folks who are who enjoy it from a fashion perspective. It's a material. It's very distinct. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's edgy. It does have a um, uh, an association with BD. Mm-hmm. Like even if you have no real understanding of fetish or BDSM, yeah. you you have a, a sense that there's this like little sexy bit of a edge, drug, a little bit. Yeah. Right, right. Or you know, or if you if you want to create a look that has mm-hmm. like a little yeah. bit of, yeah, of like sure. dark, uh, edgy yeah. sex to it, yeah. um, you can do that with latex. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so, but then you have on the other end of the spectrum, you have people who have a true fetish yeah. 
for rubber for latex Mm -hmm. that it it is like yes it's about the visual yes it's about the way that it feels on the body but it's also like about the sex yeah. of it and uh yeah and so let let's talk so about you want the me to sex go to like the why why are people into latex yeah why okay. like why okay so so let's maybe so we've so we've uh in my last episode, Lamalani talked about the five sentences. The five mm-hmm. sentences when, when talking about uh, uh, fire, and mm-hmm. I uh, I thought that that was um, so simple and ingenious. So like we've got kind of got the visual, yeah, right? Yeah. Like oh yeah, latex, latex is very much about the senses, very much. Okay, so, so like visually, I mean visually, you have a few aspects. You have that like tight, shiny mm-hmm, look, mm-hmm. and you also just have like that pop to it. Like some people love the shine and some people love that it's edgy. Yeah. Um, the way it looked was one of the first things that drew me to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so then you all have smell. A lot of people, right. The smell is very important. Yeah. Like if can you, you describe the smell? I mean, it doesn't smell like a tire or anything like that. If no. that's what people think it's, I don't know. It's all over my house. Like I'm <laughs> so sure, it's just kind of like you're like it smells smell, like it air. smells like my home. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I don't know. To me, like it has a very like fetishy smell. Like mm-hmm. it's not really like anything else. Right. That, you know, it's. I mean, I guess maybe the closest thing people would know is like the way a condom smells. Right. Yeah. But but sexier. Sexier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, well, because part of it is that when someone is is wearing it, the smell is just like with leather. Yeah. The smell is mixing so, with the smell of the body, which is the other mm-hmm. thing which you've you've yes. alluded to, which yeah. is that you sweat yes. buckets yeah. in and latex. I mean, you're literally being like contained yeah. in like a synthetic like thing that is not breathe. It doesn't breathe. No, it's non-porous, no, right? It's not. No. Yeah, it's not like cotton. No. Like, so usually I tell people don't get a cat suit for your first piece. Get something like a halter dress or something mm-hmm. like that because mm-hmm. you get a little more ventilation, like right, and right, that right. sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I like body odor, so like I'm into the smell of the latex with sweat. Yeah, <laughs> That's like obviously partially my thing. So. Isn't that so interesting? Because so there's kind of a contrast there, right? There's a contrast between this thing that is totally synthetic, mm-hmm. totally high end, yeah, yeah, right, luxurious, mm-hmm. manufactured, but then at the same time, Very there's really, kind but of. but then there's no denying the fact that when you're wearing it, you, I mean, you know, you can, yeah wear like deodorant and and antiperspirant and perfume like all you want but like you're gonna yeah. like the, your your smell is like yeah. gonna come yeah it's gonna come That's out and mix with it the magic of it right I mean, yeah like you, you get a little bit of both yeah like. yeah okay so the <laughs> and, like, smell and i mean i don't know i feel like for a lot of people smell and sex have very close ties to each other totally so like it kind of amplifies that a little bit mm-hmm, too mm-hmm. Um, so then I guess like with the senses too, like there's also the touch part of it. Yeah. Like getting to like lube somebody up is yeah. definitely fun. Oh, right. So, so this is something that I do know, is, uh, you know, when you, when you, when you're putting latex on, you want to put baby powder on your well, body, right? No. What I, I, I don't like using baby powder. Oh, I've tell me more. I've never used baby powder. 
Um, I use pure cult silicone lubricant. You can use any silicone lubricant. Okay, so you, only you put, use only silicone though. Like, don't use anything else. Right, right, right. I knew that for the out, the putting yeah. silicone on the so outside. I put that directly on the body. Okay, and I. So you're saying that you rubbed silicone lube all over Katy Perry's naked body? I have, yeah. Wow. Yeah. For fashion. For fashion. Cool. Just checking. Mm-hmm. Okay, continue. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, I use that. I mean, I don't like baby powder because it gets messy when you sweat. Like, when I first started wearing latex, the first latex I made myself, I would wear to clubs and, like, I would have, like, streaks of white sweat down my thighs. And that's not sexy. Gotcha. Yeah, so using lubricant on your body, to me, is by far better like alternative so using the same thing on your body and then you can use the same thing to shine it which is a a big part of a lot of people's fetish is like getting it shiny and like getting to touch people I mean I'm not gonna lie I love as a very queer woman (laughs) I was very drawn to designing latex because you're like, I just want to rub some yeah. shiny butts. I mean, I always loved Barbie dolls growing up. Interesting. I was obsessed with Barbies. Like, very much a tomboy in a lot of ways, but loved Barbies. Uh-huh. And loved making them clothes and stuff. So, like, as I started, like, designing and making latex, I had, like, a few friends who were kind of, like, my muses. Yeah. And, like, getting to, like, design stuff to do shoots of them wearing and, like, yeah. dr- you know, a lot of times, like, I would meet girls that I had crushes on and the first time I would see them, I'd get to see them naked and I'd be like, oh, sorry, I just <laughs> need to, like, see you naked. I'm not as much of a creep as I make it sound, but I kind of am, so... <laughs> It's fine. This is a, a yeah. safe space to be a creep. Um, so, yeah. So getting to, like, you know, loop people up for shoots and stuff like that, it's definitely a job perk. Like, yeah, so, it's, so it's let's, the glam part of the rest of the nitty gritty. It's the sleaze glam. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So so let's describe this. Um, let's, like, paint this picture okay. for anybody who has not, like, uh, either, like, worn the outfit or mm-hmm. been the person who's looping it up. So, like, let's say... Um, let's say that you have a, a latex piece for me. Mm-hmm. Like, so let's say I'm wearing like a, a halter dress, okay. right? So I've got like like a, a halter top and yeah. like a like a frilly like a, skirt, yeah. right? So so first I have to get totally naked, and yep. we got to rub silicone lube yeah, all will. over my body. Yeah, right? I mean, it doesn't need to be all over your body. We got to rub I mean, it all over my body, <laughs> everywhere. I mean, if that's everywhere. your preference, <laughs> we could definitely do that. I have to have like a team of yeah. like ten I like mean, beautiful people just rubbing me everywhere it's definitely a lot of people's fetish to rub people down for their latex so this is what i'm getting at so um so so i'm getting rubbed all over with this you know silicone lube so i'm getting like greasy Mm -hmm. and 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 shiny and like slick and slippery and then okay we're carefully like put on the dress right and then you're going to take more, yep, more silicone that, lube, more lube and you're just, just going to like shine you up, shine just my, you're just going to like touch, grope everywhere. Like, yeah. And you know, the tits and ass are really the spots that get the dullest, the fastest. Listen. So like, <laughs> that's where we're going to focus on. <laughs> and then afterwards I'm like a sleek, shiny fembot. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. cool ready for action totally (laughs) um and you have a little extra lube for later sure i mean you gotta have plenty right (laughs) um so cool so (laughs) so it's a tactile experience 
both for um, like the person wearing it and and you, I mean you kind of like I mean I guess you could do all this yourself but also you kind of need help and so it's a good opportunity yeah. for for I mean, for fun. service it's, for feeling oh, worshipped sure. right like, a lot of people do it for service in the same way they do boot blacking a lot of people like to shine latex and stuff like that it's fair it's a very similar like type of thing I mean it has a lot of the same things to it that people that fetishize leather have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're very like two sides of the same coin type of stuff, like in terms of like care and, you know, getting to like experience the the stuff that revolve around it, like the touching and mm-hmm. stuff. And I should mention too, like with the senses, there's also the sound of latex. Okay. So what is the sound of latex? <laughs> well, it definitely makes a nice sound when you smack an ass that has latex. I think it makes a particularly like it's a little bit of a different than just a bare ass uh-huh, smack. Uh-huh. Like, so you get a little bit of all of the. the I mean, it's in super that. tight, like a like a drum it's head, tight, right? And yeah. then you have that like rubber coating, mm-hmm. so you get a nice like, you know, smacking. It's very sound effect style. Awesome. And even putting it on and taking it off, like, there's definitely. A particular noise so I know like if someone was blindfolded they would mm. definitely know when someone was putting their latex on or taking it off or yeah, something it's like, like that. it's like slippery and yeah, smacky it has, like, and a, a stretchiness to it yeah. so like it yeah it's a very particular like nothing sounds quite like it totally yeah um I mean, taste? Do people like licking latex um, in the same way that they like worshipping leather? Yeah, I mean, it's going to taste kind of similar to like a condom, but I mean, like plenty of people can get down with that. Totally. So, like, it's definitely something that you can use, like, and has a particular taste of its own. Like, the same way that you would lick leather, you can lick latex for sure. Cool. Yeah. And like latex gloves in the mouth and stuff. Like, oh, that's yeah. Fun. Yeah. So... The other element of latex that has uh, always uh, struck me and I think also is kind of uh, the element of it that is not to my taste Mm -hmm. um, is the sterilized, medicalized, Mm -hmm. um, all, and I, you know, I said fembot, right? Like, in a way, you are making a person into a it's very particular inhuman so either maybe it's like superhuman or maybe it's subhuman like depending on what a lot of latex kind of has superhero-esque looks too so yeah it kind of has that but i totally get what you mean i mean it's you kind of have to plan out the sex you're gonna have with latex it's Mm. not i don't know like depending on what color your sheets are like if you're using (laughs) a little too much lube you might get you might get some like marks on there afterwards but um a lot of people really like to wear latex out it's yeah. kind of an exhibitionist thing too okay so that's me. really interesting like, i don't i like to wear latex to stuff where people don't expect me to wear it to mm. um i like to wear it to like art shows like i don't know just stuff where it's more where, like, I know the crowd isn't going to totally be shocked, right. but I have one customer who I've made several pieces for that he wears to the opera. That's and amazing. And he's a super exhibitionist. He loves that 
all these people that are very straight laced are like, oh my God, what are, what is that? All these people like touch him and want to touch the material and want to see what it feels like. And he's all about that. Like he just loves that when he's not wearing full latex, he's usually wearing full leather to like stuff like that. He's just loves the the attention that he gets from it. That's really interesting that it is in a way like a latex fetish is less about sex. Although I'm sure we can talk about ways that you can fuck with that. Um, But is a lot about the sensory experience of the, the preparation Mm -hmm. and the like sort of refinement and yeah and just that it's so like out of the norm right that it draws people to you so it definitely is a conversation starter in a lot of ways and for someone who's an exhibitionist like they're gonna get attention no matter where they go yeah like and if someone doesn't know what latex is they're gonna ask to touch it they're gonna see what it feels like because most people are not haven't really been exposed to it before at least not people that are necessarily going to like the opera and you've mentioned like the girdle aspect Mm -hmm. of it so it also like sort of shapes and forms the body into i mean you could certainly use latex to sort of do like extreme cinching right yeah it's not gonna be quite as good as like traditional corset materials but like i when i make someone like say a corset or something like that i definitely use a lot of the same things that people who make a corset would like steel boning and stuff like that that helps like cinch it in and then everything else about you is i mean it's basically like like pushing Mm -hmm. your flesh yeah so that it's like spilling out yeah but in a sexy way yeah like in a like well if it's done right like what you were saying all of your boobs are like yeah it's basically the tna is like yeah yeah, both ends of the hourglass are like very pronounced yeah um and it's a one of some of my most like rewarding experiences making it have actually been like when i've made it for people who cross dress mm. and don't really know where to go like in terms of like buying something because they're not sure what's going to fit them and so i'll like custom make a dress for them and like I've had people come over before and they've been like crying because they're so happy that like they finally have like this expression of themselves that they haven't really been able to talk to anyone else about before. Oh my God, that's beautiful. And it's like, yeah, I'm like, it doesn't, that's more rewarding to me in a lot of ways than like the celebrity stuff (laughs) to know that like someone, like I've had so many people that write me and they're like, I've never really told anyone this, but this is something I want. Can you make that happen? And then when I tell them and they're like, really like, if it's not your thing, like, it's okay. It's okay. And I'm like, no, like I can absolutely do that. And they're like, Oh my God, I can't believe like (laughs) that you're down for that. And I'm like, of course I am. Like, I'm totally all about that. Like I want to make you look beautiful. So. Oh, that's, that's really sweet. So I guess like, it's also just kind of about like making people look and feel beautiful. Yeah, exactly. No matter what their gender totally um i love that that's one of the main reasons i've wanted to start making stuff because i was like it's just a material where i think if it's done right it can make anybody look beautiful and sexy and hot
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I haven't really gotten into it is, first of all, a lot of the styles that have been available, and you've alluded to this, like, I I haven't had the opportunity yet to, like, talk to somebody about custom making something, but a lot of the, like, off-the-rack stuff that was available, like, in San Francisco, was just, like, not necessarily like, like my gender or like my style like, expression yeah but also just like like like, like yeah. frilly and you know yeah. uh, like for the right person mm-hmm. that's no, totally. great and i've seen folks like look really great in those yeah. pieces um but that's not like yeah. if i want to have this sort of like transformation that mm-hmm. you're talking about of like using this material to wear an outfit that like totally transforms like how i look and mm-hmm. feel in my body um like I, I'm not sure if like any of the sort of like standard styles like has ever been like that. Yeah, um, and appealing that's how it is a me. lot of times like when I have men approach me about having latex made because I don't have a lot of men's latex on my website, but a lot of the reason for that is men have really, I mean it's funny because in most other situations, women have particular tastes, but I feel like a lot of men have very particular tastes in like what they want and the fit is different. So I've made a lot of stuff for men, but people just contact me directly for that. And then I custom make it. So like I've made people like five piece suits, you know, that's super crazy. Like cat suits. Like I made a pair of like, a ginormous cod piece on a pair of pants for a guy and it was like yeah he was like are you does this embarrass you and I was like no and he's like oh, okay like he was kind of hoping that it was just like a little bit more that I was like yeah but I'm not the general public so don't like judge that <laughs> you're like don't worry you're probably gonna shock some other people oh you're for just sure. not gonna was, shock me it was it was a big cod piece on the front for sure he was like make it as big as you can without getting me arrested and i'm like well i don't think you're gonna get arrested for your codpiece size but okay that's a, a good way to like <laughs> phrase it i guess what are some of the other favorite pieces that you've made um i really like it when i get to do like i mean one of my busiest times of year is usually like around halloween that like september october um so i like to get to work on like fun costume ideas and stuff for that because people tend to get more creative in that time. And I found that Halloween is a really good time for like people who are for the most part vanilla, like to start exploring like, Oh, I've always been into latex. I can now like have something where I can wear it to where I'm not going to feel like 
I'm being super fetishy or something like that. Right. And so uh, people tend to get it. And then sometimes they come back and get more stuff later. But it's kind of, I don't know, Halloween's like that sort of holiday where like it gives people a little bit of a chance to explore like stuff like that. And totally. latex happens to be one of those things. So I always get to make fun stuff for that and then making stuff for people to perform in like I've done some stuff for people's like burlesque shows and stuff and that's always cool. interesting because they have fun ideas and stuff like but yeah and then like some of my own designs like last year I did a bunch of latex designs where I um figured out a way to apply rhinestones to the latex oh, which fuck. hadn't really been done before oh my god <laughs> So I did some like very like Jane Mansfield style oh, pieces that oh we did like very like pink, like long gowns with like rhinestones and like deco-ish lingerie and stuff. Holy so, shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, okay, so let's talk about the other reason that latex has not been my bag, okay. which is now it it's usually in my experience, pretty expensive. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that yeah. it shouldn't be. It sounds like the material is expensive. Mm -hmm. The process is not only uh, like labor intensive, but also very specialized, mm -hmm. right? Um, uh, and especially if you're getting something custom, I'm like absolutely all about like, yeah, yeah you should fucking charge what you're worth. That doesn't mean I can't afford it though. Yeah. Um, and so, um, but... I, I, you know, I'll like invest in, you know, mm -hmm. I've, I've invested in leather pieces because yeah. like I, uh, am, you know, like want to have that or more it. into that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but also leather is so forgiving mm -hmm. and, um, durable, uh, for someone who just like, for example, might be like kind of a brute. <laughs> um, and so, uh, latex if you like have a, I mean, you know, we should all take very good care of our nails for many reasons, yeah. but like if <laughs> you like sure. snag a nail in your like, yeah. you know, uh, like $1,500 like custom uh, piece, you could ruin it in a second. Yeah. But then I also do some pretty amazing repairs for people. I have okay. pulled some stuff out of my ass that I was like... <laughs> most people would have thrown that in the garbage and someone asked me to fix it and I was able to like either fix it or make something different out of it. That's like okay. I'm all about like reduce, reuse, recycle. Nice. I mean, if latex is cared for properly, I've had pieces for like 10 years. Like, okay. Okay. I'm not wearing them every week, but I'm definitely like, you know, following the care instructions, mm -hmm. not wearing sharp jewelry when I'm wearing them, like, right. things like that. And it all, it's really like if it's made well, it'll last because it's not going to just tear the minute you put it on. Like, yeah, I, I've always bought, I've always had my latex that I work with shipped in from Europe. Um, that's where the best latex is made. So it's expensive on that end because I have to have everything like flown in. I usually place like one or two really big orders a year and it's like a huge like wooden box of like all of this delicate material. Yeah. So it's, it, if it's, you have two things. I mean like you have the people that are making the latex in the super high quality everything like how I do. I'm always like all about like the best latex, the best of anything I can put into it for somebody. But then you also have the people that are trying to, like, undercut and sell it for the same price as me and stuff. And right. you kind of have to have an eye on, like, 
where people are, what pe- type of materials people are using, because not all latex is made the same. Like there's people making things in China and it's not the same. Yeah. It's just not. <laughs> and then like, as far as like that too, like it's n- it's going to hold out depending on what you get. I mean, if you're getting like a gown and you're going to ha- play hard, that's going to be difficult. But if you're getting like a tank dress and it's like just like a tank top, like simple black dress, you can be pretty rough. I mean, I've been pretty rough. Like I've worn a lot of stuff like and it's been fine, like going doing stuff. Um what like, kind of stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I mean, you can, like, flog latex and, like, things like that. Like, you just can't, just don't use sharp things. Like, yeah. I don't think I've, I've never tried it. But, like, yeah, heat, you don't want to use anything, like, with heat. You could probably do electricity, like, different mm. things like that. Um, yeah, and then, like, for me, like, when I make latex for people, I get their measurements. I custom size it. It's all very like it's it to me it's the closest thing to couture that like you could get like for that <laughs> like right that so so like so. for 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 a fancy outfit mm-hmm. it's expensive yeah for, I mean, for like a handmade but, but couture the thing is it's actually quite affordable even if it's not a fancy outfit if it's just like say like a lot of people really like the Alice in Wonderland dress I make that's usually one of my more popular ones yeah and it's priced for me like the same as other businesses sell their off the rack stuff but I make a a new pattern for everybody wow cool I like everything is hand cut hand glued hand polished like it's a process and when I make something I put like love and attention into it. I because, can tell yeah, that about because, you. Like, I, it's something I've always loved and I've always loved making people look good. And so like, it's all a labor of love for me. That's so fucking beautiful. <laughs> um, so in a way it's kind of, you know, your work makes it possible for you to do something that you really love, which is like dress people up and mm-hmm. transform them and, and make them feel beautiful yeah. with this like really, like specialized uh craft that you've trained yourself in Mm -hmm. um and and then and so you're like you're 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 making things for people but you're also sort of providing like the encouragement and the space for them to like express this whether whether it's a fetish or whether it's just like the desire to absolutely like be a precious beautiful thing you one of the i mean i love just like when someone comes to me and like, I can tell that it's something they're nervous about or they've never done before. And just being like, no, it'll look great on you because I know it will. Yeah. And like people, a lot of people are self-conscious about their body and they're self-conscious about clothes and when they're going to invest in something that is outside of a lot of people's like average price range. Like they want to make sure that it's going to make them feel as good as they wish it would and like that's really like a rewarding part for me is when I can like be there and be like I like of course I'll make that for you like I'd love to work on that and it's gonna look great and then getting to hear from them afterwards how happy they are like with it and how much fun they had wearing it and stuff like that is just like you know it's to me it's more about 
that in a lot of ways than making money because any small business you're not getting rich yeah like <laughs> you're just anything that like is art crafty like fashion stuff like you know it's not Marc Jacobs status I don't have a perfume so like <laughs> what, what, might, when you do might, your signature scent is it going to be latex I mean, it, it might be a pretty good one though if it was like it's really latex. I feel like some, a lot of people would definitely be into that but. yeah absolutely <laughs> um well so can we talk about farting in latex <laughs> Sure. I mean, it's like a thing, right? It's yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Not like I mean, maybe for some people it's a fetish. I just I, I feel like that was one of the first things that my boss like warned me of when I was wearing like shorts. I I think there was she was like, listen, you're gonna fart and it's gonna you know it's gonna be like an air bubble. It's gonna be trapped in there. Yeah, I guess like a katsu <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. I wear a lot of dresses and I don't wear underwear with them. So oh, I don't really do have tell. that problem. <laughs> well, I don't like to wear anything underneath my latex personally because I know. like to have seamlessness. Yeah. I mean, then again, I wear most things without anything underneath it. But that's just kind of the way I roll. Okay. So. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> But for that smooth look, yeah, yeah, it gives a nice smooth look. So you it know, feels pretty great it's too. Not, yeah. yeah, it's not really as much of an issue the farting part if okay. you uh, if you go without panties, unless you're wearing like a cat suit or leggings. Okay, and then you know you can kind of like give that a little air when you feel like a little coming. ventilation. Yeah. Okay, thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> so, so, so let's say that I am transformed by this conversation, and I'm like. I have a latex fetish now. Mm -hmm. Like it works like that. And, um, <laughs> or maybe it's something you've always had in the back of your head. That's, that's right. I'm fine. You're releasing, you're unlocking. Like, yeah. The flower is starting to bud. Oh God. Yes, exactly. The latex flower is starting to bud <laughs> deep inside me. And I, um, and I'm like, cool. So the, like, it looks good. It, it like feels good when I'm mm -hmm. in it. it. It like being like, pressed and contained and sort of like held by the latex mm -hmm. and then like like the way that it makes me feel it just makes like you know I look sexy yeah. I feel sexy like it like uh, you know I'm into the slapping sound like all of this stuff I'm sort of into this like weird way that it like makes me feel sort of like inhuman or superhuman or like a cyborg yeah it makes Kinda me like like special yeah yeah and also you know no like one else when, in the room looks quite like you right exactly mm -hmm. and um and you know also when you're like the the ritual of preparing mm -hmm. it and putting it on and maybe having somebody who is like my like latex you know mm -hmm. servant who is yeah. like rubbing enjoying like polishing mm -hmm. me up and rubbing me down like like i'm some precious um yeah. object yeah um barbie doll so let's say i'm like getting into all of this mm -hmm. and i'm like cool so like now i want to fuck like yeah. i want to like bring sex mm -hmm. into all of this okay. like do you have any do you have any like tips for or like latex scenes or like what are the porn trends um, like well i think it just people tend to buy their latex based on what they want to do in it mm, that's interesting so i've always been into making latex that you can have sex in because like i just like crotchless things and things with the boobs showing and like Amen. stuff like that so like one thing that I make is like I have uh, a pair of panties that I make with my nurse outfit that are like crotchless panties and like awesome something like that you know you could just go to town with that sort of thing different things you're gonna need 
ways to get to those parts of your body. Right. So cat suits, I do zippers that go around the crotch for having sex, but also to use the bathroom in case you have a a busy night out on the town. Absolutely. Some holes to be open. You don't want to take that whole thing off. So you can put a zipper Mm -hmm. in it. Okay. So like leggings, um, if people want to fuck in them. I would put a zipper in there and like I can do multiple like zipper heads so you can have multiple holes open or open different spaces nice. and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's, you know, there's certain latex where like you're probably not going to want to fuck in your gown. Right. It's just not. I mean, most people don't want to fuck in a gown anyways, depending on like where they are sure you know you could still pull it up and like get the job done but um, maybe like if it's super gowny you know you can just like hide someone under there to like yeah suck you off a lot of yeah exactly (laughs) but like a lot of like women's latex like it's stretchy so it's also pretty easy to like pull the neckline under the boobs get access to those nice quickly cool you know short enough to wear like it up a little bit and you're not wearing underwear already so like you're ready to go and you're all lubed up yeah you're yeah. you're ready and you're like you have enough sweat going to where you're just like good <laughs> the moisture warm. is there yeah, yeah circulation yeah you're already turned on because it, you've been wearing latex all night yeah you look hot as hell and you want to fuck yourself so like yes. yeah i mean that's how i feel when i wear latex I'm, so latex is just all about self-love it it is kind of in a way, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Maybe that's why I love taking selfies in it. I'm just like, I'd fuck me. Like. <laughs> um, that is so excellent. Um, um, cool. Yeah. I love, I, I mean, I love the, the idea of, of fucking in latex also because of this um, inhuman thing that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I... I uh, I'm not that into hoods. I actually like have a whole yeah. problem with um with uh masks in mm. in general. Um but that's like maybe a conversation for another time. Yeah. But like I've always been freaked out by them since uh-huh. I was little. But like I I have had the experience of like somebody wearing like a full leather hood and you could have a latex mm-hmm. hood, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I make I, quite a few latex hoods for people. That makes sense. Yeah. That you would just want to be like totally immersed in the yeah, thing. and it really like people who want to be rubber dolls. That's a sure. thing. Or a even I'm thinking of like gas masks. Yeah, or yeah. like sometimes when people are cross dressing, they like to wear hoods because it adds to the like doll like mm-hmm. you know like it. A lot of people like full latex because it makes them fuck doll. Right. Status. Right. So, so, uh, you know, I've had experiences with hoods where like somebody's wearing a hood and Mm -hmm. obviously the first thing that happens with that is that they like their, their personality and their humanity is like obliterated. Right. Or like annihilated. I mean, that's really what hoods are good for. Totally. (laughs) Um, and anonymity and, and all that stuff. But I've had the experience of like then zipping open the mouth Mm -hmm. and, all of a sudden you have this like leather in this case leather like ball basically that like it, you know contains someone's head mm-hmm. um and and then and then all of a sudden you have this organic hot red wet hole <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't seem like a mouth that someone mm-hmm. talks out of yeah. or 
eats you know it, it just seems like this like hole to yeah, play with yeah. so i can like imagine also that like the sort of the like genitals mm-hmm. like surrounded by the yeah. synthetic mm-hmm. material sort of just makes it like just about like the like the yeah. fuck hole oh yeah if you're into that kind of thing i mean like there's different types of hoods because like you have your hoods where like i mean i've made some where like i've made it where people's mouths are covered and their eyes show so like then you have that kind of like taken away from you and then there's others where like you know you can get to the mouth and nothing else well okay so there's a sense of sensory deprivation Mm -hmm. also to this as well i mean even like for yeah that's what like just i don't know what for me hoods can be like a source of comfort too Mm -hmm. so like if someone Sometimes people wear latex hoods that do have the eyes and, and like nose holes and mouth hole cutouts. So they can still communicate with the world, but they have become something different. Right. Like the, it's a tra- part of a transformation for them. Yeah. And they feel more at ease with who they are. Like in a lot of ways, people wearing makeup would feel. Totally. Yeah. That's really interesting that some for some people in order to access who they truly are they need something that signals to themselves or other people that they are like like hiding or obliterating like part of yeah or who creating they are. a new person right like right, right. in this way that people like to be like rubber dolls or like you know go somewhere in full latex they take themselves out of the equation i think as the person right you just become your outfit yeah and they are that object that they want to be i mean it's kind of hard not to be like imperious and Mm -hmm. swaggering Mm -hmm. when you're wearing yeah fancy outfit like that that's true yeah yeah i mean when you're wearing anything where you feel like hot and sexy like it definitely adds to that appeal and if you're someone who maybe feels a little bit self-conscious with yourself and your body like something like a hood can take you out of that place but there's and there's beyond the like sensory deprivation of like taking away your eyesight Mm -hmm. taking away your mouth and your means of communication like maybe uh like somewhat like having somebody like be in control of Mm -hmm. your breath um there's also, I mean, it's sensory deprivation to be, like, inside of latex, especially, yeah. like, the more yeah. of your body that it covers. The more of your body that's covered, for sure. I mean, like, just, like, what I was saying, like, with how cat suits and stuff, you need the zipper to go through the cot- crotch so you can use the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, like, you're taking away parts of yourself that become easier to access. Yeah. Um, and that like, uh, that totally, uh, like, changes your consciousness. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I think the fact that it's such a synthetic type of material is just one of the elements of it that makes you kind of like have a different perspective when you're wearing it of like yourself. Yeah. And, you know, it can give you a different persona, like Mm -hmm. in that sense when you go out because you have this thing that's not something everybody else is going to be wearing is going to be like doing but yet everybody's fascinated by it and you're into it yourself yeah i mean one of the things that i like personally about latex is like 
it's a way to like take kink into normal places and like kind of get off on it in a way but not have anyone else really know that oh i love that that totally makes sense yeah you're like rubbing it it in people's faces yeah it kind of like plays with the exhibitionist part of things where you're like well this is my fetish i get off on this i'm literally like naked except for this like thin layer of like fancy dress over top of my skin but it's not the same as like you know rubbing around and like rubbing your dick in somebody's face yeah but i'm not like actually naked but it's like close enough to me like you know where that kind of like adds a little bit of like spice to something i've worn i've worn latex to like graduation ceremonies before because i was like i'll just make like a cute little 50s pinup dress and wear it like that'll totally be fine and everyone's like the fuck is that girl wearing but also like that's really cool like who has the balls to do that okay like. yeah i mean i i feel like this has come up a lot the the fact that you can through your design um create a contrast also where not only are you wearing a a fetish object that like does embody something that you have a like sexual fetish for mm-hmm. like fascination with or like erotic fascination with um and and you're like wearing it in this like mundane mm-hmm. like polite yeah environment but also you can make it look like prim and proper yeah, right exactly. like a 50s totally like i was dress. like knee length like polka dotted like you know, white turquoise dress that, like, if it was fabric, no one would have would be twice. super conservative. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But because it's latex, suddenly it's this whole new thing. And that's, that's really one of cool. The things that I find really fascinating about the material that, like, has always drawn me to it is it starts out like, you know, your idea could be super basic, but the minute you transform it with this material it becomes something totally different so how do you feel when you wear it i mean i definitely think it's like very sexual like it's holding you close you're Uh not wearing anything underneath that typically and i think it's impossible to not feel sexy or desirable when you have it on for sure i mean you kind of want to wear it out in public a lot of the time because you're like i look so hot i want everyone to see this right now (laughs) i mean yeah i just think that people need to like embrace the fact that no matter what body type or gender you have you're gonna Mm. look amazing in it you can be a man and wear women's latex you can be a man and wear man's latex you can be a woman and wear women's latex you can be a woman and wear man's latex like it's fine and it's custom sized for you so like you don't have to go through the bullshit of like going to the store and finding something which i hate by the way yeah (laughs) can i tell you wait okay two questions i have two questions for you one uh, if you were going to design a piece for me, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to like put your like creativity, okay. like in the hot seat. If you were going to design something for me, like what, like what would that process be like? And also what, if I, if I was just like design some like address me, like tell okay. me what you would design for me. Well, there's two different ways you could go about that. A lot of times when people are like design something for me, I know they have something in mind yeah so i try to get them to send me at least a few images of like inspiration yeah those can be something like a 
suit you saw somewhere, like a dress you saw that you really liked, made of fabric, sure. and then tell me like, oh, I like this, this, and this about it. Yeah. I really like that color, like yeah. different things like that. And then once we've like gone back and forth a little bit about it, um, I'll draw a sketch or something like that, and then, you know, get your measurements and go from there, like making it for you. So yeah, that's usually how that goes. The other way is like, I have a couple of customers that like, if they have generous subs or something like that that are like buy something new like they'll be like you know me really like you know me like you know what i like you know design me something cool and then i'll come up with a couple things send it to them and then they could be like oh i like that one that's kind of rarer because i don't usually want to do that with someone i haven't made stuff for a few times before because i don't want to sketch something that i think is amazing and someone's going to be like the fuck is this like yeah. i don't like ruffles like what are these ruffles so but but it is do you do you especially enjoy like designing something for someone because their submissive is like getting is like treating uh, them to it i think that if especially if someone's like i have x amount of money make me something pretty like that's always fun yeah like i enjoy that because i get to like flex my creativity a little bit more and especially but does it but does it like make you feel excited that like somebody is like a dom who like has like a submissive i definitely like it when i've worked with someone and i know that like there's like you know like oh i like you like you deserve this dress yeah and like we're both getting something out of it exactly like, that's, that's that's what i'm getting yeah, at yeah like definitely like like that guy did not need his money like let's yeah let me make money making something nice for you yes like, that's <laughs> exactly yeah. okay okay yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's what i thought yeah <laughs> um cool so but you were saying um that that um okay so, so yeah so designing something like typically yeah it's like i'll kind of talk we'll talk see what you like then I'll do a sketch and then yeah you're like fuck yeah that looks great and then I go there from there and like do it in latex so if you were gonna make something for me can you do you have like any ideas off the top of your head um I have a couple based on like knowing your online-ness like I feel like because you were talking about like not wanting like girlier stuff i can i i have i have a femme side yeah it's pretty specific i feel like maybe like a cute like suit but like not like a suit like a nice like short waisted like jacket with maybe some little tails in the back and like a little bow tie and like a short sleeve like latex button up shirt Uh uh uh-huh i see something like that yeah yeah Yeah. like a like dandy latex yeah but then like on the other side you're like into like 80s music and stuff like that right so i could also see you going like full like gold metallic blue Mm -hmm. like yes kind of queen looking yes type glam yes yes so obviously i already know like the two sides of your personality in a nutshell (laughs) i also i sort of have this this vision um based on what you've talked about about like the kind like listen i don't really love any clothes i'm i'm happy I mean, in it i'm, I'm happy happiest, to be naked too i'm happiest like, i'm happiest naked people you know. think i wear latex while i make clothes usually i'm naked or wearing like a slip while i'm making your that's, clothes that's hot i can yeah. see why your snapchat yeah. is popping <laughs> <laughs> especially when i'm lip syncing to songs yes. like and yeah 
I love that. Um, <laughs> but you know, the clothes, okay, the like article of clothing that makes me feel the most sexy and comfortable is this like uh, like leotard onesie thing that is shorts mm-hmm. that that go like over my chub rub mm-hmm. like right yeah. like like over the like curve of my yeah. inner thigh that uh that things if they're too short or too long they like roll up yeah, over that yeah. or like it's just obscene if it's if it's above that it's like on somebody else it would be like a hot pan and on me it's basically like a thong like i can't you know um so like they're long they're like i guess like mid thigh Mm -hmm. and they stay down they don't roll up but and then it's like super tight at the waist Mm -hmm. but then it has like a like a um well, it ends a halter top mm-hmm. with like a swoop back, I guess you would call it. Oh, Basically, yeah. where like the back is out. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a, um, like a, like a jazzer size. Yeah. Kind of uh, a leotard that's thing. Kind of what I was thinking, like with the eighties vibe. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I would. I would yeah. do that in like gold. Yeah, or like metallic blue. Yeah. That. Oh, and rhinestones, please. Yeah. Now that I know that yeah. that is one of your specialties, that would be popping off. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I need. I think I need that. And Abigail. it's like you could wear it with boots or with high heels. Yeah, or Just like depending on how you're feeling. Like bare feet. Yeah, you could do that <laughs> depending on where I am. Really, yeah, I mean that's the nice thing about blindfolds, right? You can have someone see you look amazing, <laughs> and then you blindfold them and take the high heels off, or put like... them in an immersive uh, latex hood. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Well. If anyone listening wants to bankroll my custom <laughs> glam bedazzled unitard from <laughs> Abigail Greydonis, um, well, let's. Um, there will be pictures we'll, of this talk. on the internet. Listen, I will I'll do even nothing. It. If I do, if we do this, I will never post a picture of me in anything else. <laughs> I might like not wear anything else. It's easy to clean, right? Can you like lips? Yeah. Can you lip sync out to like some, you know, 80s something while you're wearing Uh, it too for us? Yeah. Like Queen. Yeah. Queen. Bowie. Yeah. 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 yeah, Absolutely. Talking heads. I don't know. (laughs) Bob's. This is very inspiring to me too because I'm like, when I get back home, I'm going to do like a karaoke night with some friends. And I was like, I love dressing up. Like it's one of my favorite things to do to dress up. And in LA, People don't dress up very much. It's really depressing. That's interesting. Yeah, at least like in a lot of the places I go, like it's kind of sad. You know, That's you would where, love like, it here. Juicy <laughs> shorts and shit came from. I know. Like I walk down the streets, I'm like, God, everyone is so fucking hot. I just want to fuck all of you. <laughs> so <laughs> only the girls though. But um, I, when I get back, I was like, okay, we're gonna rent a room for karaoke, but everyone needs to dress like their favorite genre of music that I they're gonna that. sing. I love and that. So I'm gonna do like a Ziggy Stardust like thing, great. and I bought a wig that should be there when I get home. I gotta like make it a little more mullety. Which like, which era of bowie is, gonna, oh it's a ziggy yeah, stardust gonna, era like i yeah. want to do the the lightning bolt nice and just like i mean if i dress up i'm gonna dress up i believe like, that about you i went to see mean girls at the hollywood forever cemetery and i wore cat ears latex cat ears to that because that's like, fucking awesome yeah i mean it went with the theme of the movie um <laughs> well i also love uh going to I, I i'm not i'm i'm pretty um 
I don't love dressing up. Like, occasion. it's something that, like, very I mean, I occasionally. Like, I don't want to dress up every day. Yeah. Maybe twice a month is, like, a good balance for me where I can, like, yeah. go all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more than I do it right now. But, yeah, like, the rest of the time I'm naked or wearing a slip, like... And that's only because I have to walk my dogs at some point. And I, can't I, do love, that I love the idea of you walking your dogs in like a slip. Like, Yeah, like, I've definitely walked them in onesies before with nice. the hood up and like cat ear onesies. Like, yeah, that's I'm sure fantastic. that people are very entertained by me in my neighborhood. <laughs> well, um, but I do, I do live for karaoke, so we'll yeah. have to make that yeah. happen um, yeah. sooner or later. Um, <laughs> I'll make sure to bring my Bowie wig next time. Yes. Um, so thank you so much for, I I really do. I feel like, um, it's nice to talk about something that I'm familiar with and that I feel like I understand, but to talk about it with someone who like deeply loves it and appreciates it and has like built their, literally built their business and their life around it. Yeah. Sex is my life, but like latex is a part of that sure sure there's an overlap (laughs) there um so uh, yeah i feel like um you've shed some some light on it for me and i appreciate that you've you've lubed you've glossed it up a little bit for me um brought it into a shinier light if you will exactly (laughs) um (laughs) so if um folks are interested in uh checking out your beautiful work Mm -hmm. perhaps custom ordering a piece from mm-hmm. you and supporting their um local indie queer lady business um where can they find your shit well i'm all over the internet so the my main thing is my website abigailgreatonest.com gotcha. i also sell on etsy so either of those you can contact me cool. a lot of people when they buy stuff custom just email me directly abigailgreatonest at gmail.com sweet. super easy sweet you can see all of the fun stuff on instagram yes at abigailgreatonest can you spell that uh, A-B-I-G-A-I-L-G-R-E-Y-D-A-N-U-S. Well, I highly recommend following Abigail on uh, Instagram, where you will occasionally see me posting a heart eye emoji. Um, uh, lots of things. Almost naked pictures of me on there to entice you. Yes, definitely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and um, uh, thank you so much. Yeah. And and you're going to stick around um, and talk a little bit more about um, uh, celebrity. You're going to yeah, yeah. You're gonna, um, serve some serve celebrity tea. tea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Well, thanks, Abigail. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in episode 41 follow at tina horns ass on twitter and instagram subscribe to the show on acast itunes stitcher etc and please take a few seconds to write a review and tell your friends about the show visit wirepeopleintothat.com to subscribe to our newsletter and listen to our entire archive as ever why are people into that is produced and hosted by yours truly tina horn our theme song is by pine from oakland california our website was designed by justin levesque and this project is now exclusively sponsored by my generous and slippery patrons feel more like yourself 
by being someone else at patreon.com slash Tina Horn. Until next time, I'll be, well, honestly, I'll, I'll be thinking about what it is like to slather Katy Perry's tits in silicone lube. Sorry. Not sorry. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 